0: We're back, episode, ooh, that was really loud, holy shit, we're back, episode 30, what's up boys? What's up, 30, what's up, the 3 Rob is back,
1: 30 30 is the new 50, 30 is the
0: new 50, Rob is back, he was uh, off doing some missionary work,
2: (laughs) missionary (laughs) (laughs) position,
0: yes he was,
2: (laughs) Speaking of that, it's about time to get the old chop-chop. i got to schedule that for tomorrow. So you won't have any more kids? You got it. Mm-hmm. Nine is enough.
1: Dang, nine dude. Is enough. I never yeah, thought nine you that, were going to quit that. You're quite for yeah, a, uh, yeah.
3: Nine that are accounted for. Got it. <laughs> Just in time for no-nut November.
0: Right? <laughs> you're uh, You're potent. <laughs> Very potent. Um, hey,
2: I
3: gotta, I gotta take my uh, kitten next week. Maybe you can go with me, and I'll do a two for one deal oh, yeah. with the bet. Ooh. Ooh, yeah, we could fly out and hold hands
2: while they snip us. That'd be great. A little snippy. Yes, paid.
0: Dude, you ever seen a cat after that procedure's done?
3: All they do no. is eat.
0: It's the funniest shit in the world. They just fall over and can't walk.
2: Great. Oh yeah. It's, great. It is.
0: It is awesome. Hopefully like that won't happen to me. Drunk little so anyway, sorry,
2: sorry, 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 sorry. Go ahead.
0: So what's oh, up, fellas? What's up? We're back together. We got some good topics Finally. for you.
3: We do got some good Uh-oh. topics. Yeah. Oh. Uh,
1: and some what and some bad ones.
0: And some bad ones.
1: A <laughs> Couple bad ones.
0: Depends on how yeah. naughty you are.
1: I like it naughty. Well, that's all right. So you guys there used to be a, there used to be a strip club up in like Seattle and their their sign said like hundreds of beautiful women and three ugly ones. <laughs> nice. That's Those are the day shift right dancers.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even going to say anything. This is a this is a family program, so
1: oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We, don't want yeah, to
0: yeah, we started off with the missionary position. You're right. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> oh shit. All right, Rob. Why don't yeah. you kick this off with an ad read, then we're going to get right into the first topic that we have. You got, You've got a bone to pick.
2: Well, I actually just can't even wait to tell you guys uh, that this podcast is brought to you by 5280 Angler. If you have been searching. For expert guides and fly fishing fun on the front range in Denver, Colorado, be sure to check out 5280 Angler. Whether you're looking to sharpen your skills on the South Platte River system, plan the perfect date, or host the ultimate party on the water, 5280 Angler has your trip covered. The guides at 5280 have the passion, the skill, and the experience to serve you. (laughs) Find web specials at 5280angler.com and check out recent trip pics on Facebook and Instagram or at 5280angler. 5280 5280angler 5280 is passionate about service and wild about the fish you catch. New private water is available.
0: Please Bam. Ask.
3: Bam. Is it there. really still Done. new? We've been saying that for a few No, years it's about, probably but, not new. It's been new for one year. Well, yeah. <laughs> right. well, troublesome. I mean, troublesome's only been there
0: for what two months now. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I don't
2: live it's in Colorado. Happy, Scotty.
1: So there's. So there is some new water. Yeah. If we're gonna mention it, we should probably like, you know, give some details.
0: Mm, or it's up by Kremlin.
1: Just reach out to fifty two eighty angler and find out yourself.
0: Ooh, talk to Ben.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: That's probably what I would do. Yeah, and if anybody wants Jay's personal number, let me know. I can, you, I'll can give it to you. Only if you call him at like 3 a.m. drunk.
0: Yes.
1: Yeah, he loves the drunk dials. He
0: appreciates those.
1: He does. He 3 a.m. Pick up. Yeah, he laughs his ass off. <laughs>
3: 3 a.m. your time or mine?
0: Uh, yours. That,
1: that, yeah, either? Either. Yeah, as long either. as it's 3 a.m. somewhere.
0: It's 3 a.m. somewhere.
2: All right, Stephen, what do you got, dude? Jump into it. What do you got? What do you got? Do you got? Uh, do
0: first, first bone to pick. Oh, boy. People. People. We threw down the gauntlet, and we've yet to get one picture. Oh, good call. Oh. Yeah, we should do fishing reports, too, but let's get this one out of the way. <laughs> yep. Uh, uh, we, th- we threw down the gauntlet, yeah, and we've yet to get a picture.
3: I'm going to do it my damn self Friday and take them damn flies.
0: There you go. Post a picture on Instagram. Tag us. It's got to be a camel toe picture. And you will get a dozen flies. A dozen oh, of my midges. Not,
1: not just a dozen flies. A dozen of some of the best tied midges on the freaking planet. One dozen. Planet. So do it. Hmm.
0: That's the can, bone to pick. Can
1: I do it? Can I'm I so disappointed in you guys. I know. Can, I mean, when I say I... you guys, I mean the listeners, not you guys. Oh, Yes,
0: Rob, if you pull up your waiters in the front and you do a camel toe and you post a picture and you tag strips at podcast, yes, you will win a dozen midges. Ooh,
2: can I request what midges?
0: Mm, As long as there's something I tie, yes.
2: Oh, okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, good. Well, yeah, I haven't seen anything, so yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, there's that one guy. He was, he was talking all that shit in the messaging, and he never did anything. So uh, I know. we'll see what happens.
1: We'll oh, well. will see. Okay. We see.
0: There we go. Done with that one. Oh, BJ left. He must be having some audio issues.
2: I, I think he was getting a picture of a camel toe.
0: Oh, he might be <laughs> going to do that now, as
1: a matter of fact. He, ne- he needed his phone for something else. <laughs>
0: yeah, I think he was just going to do it live. Yeah.
1: The podcast. <laughs> he's going to do a streaming Ninja Foot video. Nope, oh, there he's back.
0: Nope, no Ninja Foot.
3: Damn it. Damn it. Can you hear us? Yeah, I'm there.
1: Okay,
0: there you are. Why are
3: you leaving us, BJ? I did went completely still screen and no. Oh, dang. Ooh. I got stuck at the camel toe, which, hey.
0: Yeah. Yeah, not that bad happens. Place to be. Yeah, um, as
3: long as it's winter
1: time and not in the middle of summer.
0: Speaking of wintertime, it got cold quick today.
1: Yeah, Yeah, I saw you guys got some snow. Mm -hmm.
0: Maybe a little bit. So this is going to take us into our first topic, which is how to, this is properly release a fish, but this is, let's go with winter handling. Okay. Let's get some winter handling tips out there for all these people that uh, are going to go fish this beautiful fall and winter. Yes. What to do, what not to do. Mm
2: -hmm. Well, who's going to start it off? Um,
1: Well, I think uh, I probably fish in the winter more than anybody. (laughs) Yes, you do.
3: Rob's advice was uh, don't fish and go south. Yeah. That's my plan. (laughs) Rob's like, so
1: when you're talking about wintertime fishing, you're talking anytime it's between 50 and 60 degrees
2: that's exactly right. right
1: yep <laughs> that's it mm-hmm. uh-huh. you know i think uh wintertime isn't necessarily the the topic but the actual like air temp is where you need to start paying attention because shit we have 60 degree days in wintertime here and there could be snow on the ground and whatever and it's still the air temps are still moderate but uh yeah when it's when it's cold when you're feeling the need to wear gloves and and you feel that nip you got to be uh, extra cautious with those fish keeping them out of the water i know that uh what was it idaho one of the universities up in idaho did that that study where they determined that you know 60 seconds out of the water to take pictures of a fish and whatever isn't going to do it, it didn't it didn't increase the mortality rate measurably but if it's you know five degrees or ten below or something like that, you could freeze that fish's gills uh, really quickly, and that'll kill him. Yep. But uh, <laughs> <That'd> kill them. <laughs> that'll kill them <laughs> right now. So yeah, just be uh, just be real mindful. You know when you're when you're doing that grip and grin, I like to do the the grip and drip. So keep the fish in the net, camera ready, all good to go. And then
0: pop it up, boom, boom. Bring
1: them out of the water. If there isn't water like pouring off of them in the picture, then you're uh, you're you're fucking up. Yes. But uh, you know, yeah. I mean, I guess I would say use common sense, but there isn't much of that going around. So it's true. If you're not sure, if you're not sure, just keep the damn fish in the water. You know, the best way to keep your hands warm is to not get them wet. So get that fish in the net. Reach down there, pull that barbless hook out and dunk the net in the water so the fish can swim out. You don't need a picture of every fish. No.
0: And that's a that's a great point to be barbless cuz it just minimizes the time that you're fucking around with that fish. Mhm.
2: I'm always barbless, dude. Always, dude. Got to have it. Got to have it. Just in case it hooks yourself, especially when the air is cold and you hook yourself it's going to hurt even worse trying to get that damn fly out if it's got a barb on it. Yes.
1: <clears throat> then you'll be glad your, your hands are numb.
2: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, so I got a question for you. Cause I had this question asked to me. Um, it's been a while. It was probably last winter and I forgot to ask you guys. I had this guy tell me, he's like, Hey, you know what? If it's, if there's snow on the ground, it's okay. If you're, if you take the fish out of the water and put them on the snow, and let them sit there for a second while you get all your stuff together, and then pick them back up and take a picture of it. And I was like, "No, that's not good for the fish, dude." And he's like, "Well, yes, it is because it is still water. It's, it's water, frozen." <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, "Dude, that is not yeah. good for them." Hey, so. I,
1: I've got a, I've got a, a response to that guy. So we're gonna do this. I'm gonna take two five-gallon buckets. I'm gonna fill them three quarters of the way up with water. I'm going to freeze one of them and then we're going to throw them both in his face because <laughs> they're I mean. both water. <laughs> yes. Bingo. Yes. Uh,
2: but yeah, I was like, no, man. Cause I mean, I see these pictures. Sometimes people catch fish just, and, and you know, they drop them in the snow or whatever. And then they're still, pay, you know, taking a picture with them. And I'm like, dude, that isn't that, that hurts the fish. No, it doesn't hurt the fish, man. It's just frozen water. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, it's, to fish up,
0: dude. There's so. nothing... nothing. Well, there is one thing, but my pet peeve in the wintertime is fish with snow all over them. Oh, dude. Yeah. Like the my the team. ice fishers. Oh, God.
2: Yes. It drives me insane. Brutal. That, and uh, The one that drives me crazy is the gloves. Man, dude. Mm-hmm. You got gloves on and you grab a fish in the wintertime, that fish mortality rate goes through the roof. Yeah, you're right. I mean, nice. pretty
0: much any What if you're wearing some like... um like some natural gloves.
2: Some what?
0: Some nitrile oh, gloves, like doctor gloves, medical. basically. Oh,
2: the, the medical gloves. Yeah, I see guys doing that too. Um, I, I guess it would be okay as long as they're wet.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's kind of, I mean, because yeah. I've I've noticed Landon does that quite a bit nowadays.
1: Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, I think it's just were... a matter of the material. I mean, if you look at something that's. Uh, you know, it's a knit material or it's a microfiber or it's some sort of, you know, uh, like fur or fuzz or whatever. That's like a that's like a freaking loofah in your damn in your damn shower. You know, try try yeah. soaping yourself up with some rubber gloves and then using that loofah and see which one feels different. You know, <laughs>
0: speaking Ooh, of, is there... wait, is there a hole in the loofah? Is there anything better than a good loofah scrub? <laughs>
1: I know it removes, I mean, that the loofah always removes my slime layer a lot faster than nitrile, <laughs> nitrile gloves.
0: Exactly.
2: BJ's like, man, I'm staying
3: up for this bullshit. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> I will go on record, I do not own a loofah. Uh. Dear God,
0: you're a savage. <laughs>
1: I don't either, but there's one hanging in my shower and uh whenever whenever my bar soap runs out, I usually end up having to use that once or twice before I remember to grab another bar.
2: Uh, that's I just use shampoo as soap and air, uh shampoo and conditioner, all the same thing. Yeah. I just buy the eight and one. Eight and yeah. one. Yes, conditioner, shampoo. shampoo Shaving shaving,
3: shaving cream
2: Yeah, dude, I use that too I just shave with And it's soap, good for your dude. prostate yeah. mm-hmm. I Tricky thing is getting the yeah. bottle out
1: <laughs> That's funny uh, That's funny Yes Oh yeah, well, don't drop your fish in the snow yep. Yes, man If you're going to wear gloves,
0: like a, wear, wear some good gloves
2: Yeah uh, and I think maybe the reason why they wear the latex ones is because, like Scott said, it, you can get those latex gloves wet, and um, when you take your take them off, your hands aren't wet. This is the gloves. But, dude, I can see those things being dropped on the ground, or you know, dropped carrying them back to the truck or something. But I will have to say, uh, if you do take pictures and you get your hands wet, which you're supposed to do, even in the wintertime, man, I always carry a dry towel with me just like a little small hand towel keep it inside my waders take it out and dry my hands off man it makes a huge difference and jeremy one of the guides from 5280 he showed me that trick about three or four years ago and man it is a lifesaver uh you just especially learned if it's how to use a
1: towel three to four years
2: ago uh, when you get your hands wet right? in the water because usually it, you know dude you know me man i like take what a were picture you using or whatever towels for before Dude, listen to what I'm saying.
0: They're just hanging <laughs> they're just hanging in his bathroom and Rob just rubs yeah, he's his body like, on. Him. I
2: don't know what so to do with that. Off. No, dude, when I'm on the water, I take a hand towel with me. And so when I release the fish, if you don't have the towel, your hands are soaking wet and it's like twelve degrees outside. And you're like, oh crap, they freaking hurt. But I just take the towel out, wipe my hands off, then they're dry, and I put my gloves back on and I'm like, oh, it feels so much better. Yes.
0: Or so, or Here's here's Steve Life Hack Number One. Wear a hoodie. Mm -hmm.
2: To wipe your hands on the hoodie?
0: Yeah, fuck yeah. That's what I do Mm -hmm. all the time. Huh. As long as you put your hands in, you know, you got your hoodie and you put your hands in the little pouch by your stomach. Uh huh. Dude, that thing's a napkin, it's a towel, it's a storage device.
2: Huh. I don't even have a hoodie.
0: You need to get one. I have
2: waiters. I have waiters. I should buy a hoodie.
1: I always when I would go fishing, I put my hoodie on backwards so that I can use it as a buff, <laughs> and it hangs down in the front, so I can use it to wipe my hands off.
0: Yep, That's I've, I've seen him do it. Huh. It's all amazing. Right, no, kind watching him well, catch I'll fish with though, his hoodie. I, buff. I've
1: got you know some of those fancy guide waders like you do, Robin. They have little hand warmer pocket things in them. Yeah. So all you have I to do. really do, you don't need a towel, or you could put a towel in the pocket, but. I just like, I just like shake my hands off and then stick them in the hand warmer pocket for a couple minutes and let them dry off.
2: Dude, I'm just telling you, you guys should try it at least once. I think you guys would be like, "All right, man, I see what he's talking about." Especially, well, Scott, you, the cold doesn't bother you, but I'm telling you, man. I mean, getting your hands wet and then letting the fish go or whatever. And you just dry them off, and it's just like, oh, man, it feels so much better that they're dry. Anyway. Yeah. Well, plus, plus totally
0: your cork doesn't get all yeah. wet and cold. and
2: Yeah. yeah. And uh, that brings up another thing, and Scott was there for this one. Um, if you do catch a fish uh, and your rod tip or any part of your rod goes through <laughs> the water, uh, do not set it on ice that's frozen um, from the river. Because guess what happens when huh. it's negative twelve outside?
1: Hmm. Same thing that happens when you put your tongue on a metal pipe. You're damn right, dude. Instant it please. froze right to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. So, I'll tell you my favorite my favorite move in the winter. Like I'll I'll start breaking the ice out of the guides, and when I get out towards the ones on the end. On the very tip of my rod, I like to make sure I dunk my reel into the river while I'm clearing the ice <laughs> off of the the you know the, the tip.
2: <laughs> That's awesome. Yep. Yeah. And also, since we're talking about winter tips, uh, <laughs> I also like when we get to the place we're going to fish before I rig up, I put my rod together, string the line through it, and then I like to get back in the car and roll the window down bring the fly line in like, you know, two or three foot and then roll the window halfway about an inch to the top and then sit in the nice warm car and rig up my stuff for the day.
0: It does yeah, make it I've much easier. It's a lot
2: easier. Yeah. I like to do that. And, uh, you know, it works a lot better than standing I out think there. In on, the cold. Uh,
1: I think on the same, that same day that you, uh, broke your rod in the ice, I think you like were in my truck four or five times,
2: Dude, first of all, it was like, it was literally negative 15 outside, man. But it yeah. was January 1st. That's why we were fishing. And we mm-hmm. caught fish, so, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're running, the, the two coldest times I've ever been fishing was with Scott. Once in Alaska and once on that day.
1: Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not fun. Not fun.
1: <laughs> no. You had fun.
2: I did have fun. When you have to build a bonfire as big so the space shuttle can see it to stay warm. It's a little cold outside then to fish. Yeah. I was like, how the hell? We just bring a whole tree over here to put on the fire. It's fucking freezing out here. Yeah, but that's Dude, okay. It was still fun. If, if kind the of fish are fish. biting. They were biting. Yeah. You got to be there fishing there? for them. Oh, I know. I know. that, But that's okay.
0: So, um, so anywho. BJ, what what is the uh... – is it frowned upon to start a fire when you're fishing back
3: east? <laughs> uh, yeah, typically. I mean, it dep- I guess it would depend on where you're fishing. Yeah. Oh. Hmm. I, I will tell you this. It is not frowned upon. So I think I talked about it a long time ago. We have uh, opening day of trout season here in April, and it is not frowned upon to uh, build fires and leave your trash littered all along the river. Uh, Ooh. <laughs> Which John I think is our second topic actually. That's oh. that's what
0: we call, um I think we call that like sports tourism.
3: Yeah.
0: Oh, BG froze again. Or did I freeze? No. No, you're good BG. Keep talking.
1: Uh, <laughs> I think it's you,
0: Steve. Oh, are you talking to right, okay. me?
3: So I would
0: say, yes. uh, yeah, that's yeah. Stand by. We're having technical difficulties Can all you hear over. Me? I don't know if it's me or what the frick is going on. Carry, carry
3: on, BJ. Well, on. Uh, I'll come out and go back
0: in in case. No, no, no. It, it's, it's probably me, dude. So just keep uh, uh, any left. Geez. There we go. It might be him. I don't know. All right.
3: You're good. Now?
0: Go, from the top.
3: Yeah. All right. I don't remember what I was talking about. Fuck it.
0: <laughs> no, you were, you were um, talking about uh, trash on trash. the
3: side of the river. Talking about- no, I was making a segue is what I was doing. Okay. Oh. Go for yeah, it Yeah, you were segueing yeah. into the other top. Yeah, I, I will say, uh, you know, that, that opening weekend, uh, there's fires and there's trash, and it's generally filled with bait fishermen who, for some unknown reason, seem to think they can just leave their... <laughs> shit wherever they want so um not to single out one specific crowd but yeah i'd I'd say they're probably more likely to leave some trash along the river so
2: and you know what sucks about it dude is they get a backlash in their rod and they just strip the whole entire thing out of it and oh i'll pick it up in just a minute and just leave it all on the on the bank and everything and then dude that's what irritates the shit out of me dude is is the amount of worm cans and line fishing line you know
1: yeah and it's like 30 pound mono yeah, yeah, with they're throwing their their freaking big old worm
3: with side on the end of it
1: <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. yeah it does yeah, i don't understand crazy. like i don't know i don't know what that mentality is i mean where that comes from because like Most people, I think, who were introduced to fishing, it started out as bait fishing, right? Yep. And, I mean, where do they, aren't the people that are telling them? Well, I guess if, if I think back, like when I fished with, like, uncles, grandfathers, you know, whatever, we'd go out in the boat and they would just, you know, bonk everything that came onto the boat. Yeah. Uh, whatever, and I remember was like you get one of so it would sink. And he'd be like, "Yeah, that's not littering if it sinks." So I feel fish handling with water. You know? But then but then he's like smoking sets and he's flicking the butts out in the lake so there's like cigarette butts floating all over the lake from all <laughs> these dudes out there smoking and the that, that lake's all beer cans at the bottom of it so i i guess i guess the uh, the bait fishing segment just hasn't evolved
2: well i i don't think they have either personally i think it just is a uh... It's just a different mentality they They are there to you know put fish in the freezer and then they're you know pan for the day or whatever but and I think that some- not all bait fishermen i mean there's a lot of good stewards of the river and the waters and stuff like that, but there's definitely some that are just like I could give two shits, you know, and rarely I mean you'll see. At least for me, I mean, I might see, uh, you know, a leader package left by accident or, you know, something like that, but you don't really see anything that the fly fishermen really leave behind, you know, I mean, especially on purpose. And that's, that's what I don't get is that I, you know, that they see that white styrofoam bucket full of worms right there as they're standing up, you know, they've been reaching in it the whole time they've been there. I just couldn't just leave it there, you know? And so. Yeah, I mean, there's two things.
1: One is that all the the majority of the garbage that you find out there when you're fishing on the rivers is, one, it's in bait fish areas where it's legal to bait fish. And, I mean, not to say that I don't see that stuff in catch and release or artificial only areas, but it's because somebody's fishing illegally in there and two it's always i shouldn't say always but the majority of the time it's bait fishing stuff i mean it's the styrofoam cups it's the the hook you know the worm hook packages the eagle claw pre-leaded yep. worm hook packages laying on the ground you know you're not finding like a rio gold box or <laughs> you know, some kind of of fly fishing packaging you know it's like it, I don't know. So I I'm going uh, to I do like, you know, seeing all of the uh, bait fishing organizations that are, you know, going out there and doing river cleanups and stuff. I see that all the time.
2: Yeah, I see that, too. And and if you look at the stuff that they're bringing back, man, it's just it's ridiculous, man. And And I can't even imagine up in Pennsylvania where back in the day, especially on the Ohio River. You know, it's like, oh, let's just throw it in there. Nobody's ever going to find it in there. You know, I mean, the amount of trash that's got to be in that place, dude, is uh, ridiculous. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So the bait fishers make the mess, and then the fly fishers organize groups and go and clean it up.
2: Yeah. I and sure it's not,
1: do. and the other one is, uh, is all the freaking Walmart inner tube, you know, swimming pool toy river floaters that. <laughs> the rivers in the summertime and they just pop those things and leave them wherever they hook them on a branch and pop it. They just, oh, that's no good anymore. And they just leave yep, it there, leave it there. All their beer bottles and cans are littering all over the river. You find flip-flops and dirty diapers, and man, screw those guys. I mean, they should have to pay to use the rivers like we pay, you know, to get our fishing licenses and shit. They don't have to buy any permits, and they're the ones that fucking trash it. They're the ones that cause the damage that has to be undone. You know, we're out there cleaning it up, and we're the ones paying for it. It's fucking bullshit.
2: Dude, and you should see it on the Boise River here. It's pretty good on the whole, but, I mean, I'm not kidding you. I thought the Bikini Hatch and Deckers was was fairly thick. That is nothing. I've seen guys going down on blow-up mattresses, giant pink flamingos. And uh, they got, like, 40 the,
1: people all tethered yeah, together. Dude. <laughs>
2: uh, there's 40 people on, the, like, the, the pink flamingo thing. And then I see I've seen people going down on – cushion at the top dude i've seen him in <laughs> chairs dude it is in the flotilla dude I, I and i'm not kidding you i mean it is just it's kind of, it's actually funny the first few times you see it you're like holy shit man there's there's 200 people in the water right now because it just looks like a giant mass of floating anything that can float they're putting it in there you know and then you'll have some dipshit that's in the middle of it with, like, a raft, like a whitewater raft that there's no whitewater, and they've got the giant oars, and they're trying to go. It's just, it's friggin' <laughs> hilarious, dude. It's like, oh, my gosh, it's funny. Yeah, so, but... and, and then every one it. of them, oh, sorry, sorry, and they're all trying to swim away from where you're fishing, and it's just, uh, <laughs> it's, it's so funny, yeah.
1: So, oh, well.
2: That's what happens. Good old trash. Mm-hmm.
1: Hey, they have every right to be on the river as we do, but uh, you know that doesn't mean they shouldn't have to take care of it.
2: And you know what? I don't know if I told you guys this, and maybe I did, but I I came up with a solution with all of the world's problems with trash, and I'm being totally serious. I don't know if I told you guys this. This
0: is going to be great. Dude, (laughs) this is so
2: smart that I cannot believe no one's even thought of this, dude. And I I don't know what made me think about it. Wait, 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 wait.
1: Before you announce it to the nine listeners, uh-huh. are you sure you don't want to like uh, patent this shit before someone else steals the idea,
2: dude? If they steal this idea, then uh, man, hopefully they'll just remember me, dude. Because uh, okay. I, I okay. Mean, yeah. So, so here's the deal, man. On the planet Earth, and I looked this up yeah. at any given time in ninety. To 220 active volcanoes going off right now on the planet. And each continent has at least 40 in each one. So what I'm saying is, everybody get all their trash together, and we dump that shit in a volcano, dude. Because I can tell you, if it's melting rock, it's gonna melt the shit out of some plastic. We can have straws again with, like, in our drinks, We gotta use a paper bullshit. Dude, we can just throw all of it in volcanoes in each one of our continents, dude. And I'm being totally freaking serious, dude.
1: Hell yeah, dude.
2: I think it would work.
1: Well, I mean, next time I'm up in uh, on the Kenai Peninsula, I'll just uh, we'll gather up all that trash. We'll head over to Readout to Iliamna, yeah, and we'll just like start staging trash, and then dump it in when here. it erupts, yeah.
2: No, 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 no. That's we dump good. it in there now while it's no, like hot know.
1: down there. What we need to do is just ship all the garbage over to Hawaii, because they got all that fucking lava going.
2: Dude, hell yeah, dude. It did make the island bigger. Yeah. Yeah. And also, just to let you know, right outside of Readout Bay, for that volcano, there's a volcano named Griggs.
1: Look it up. Write it down. Take a picture. I don't give a
2: fuck. It's there.
1: <laughs> We're going to have to call it Griggs Garbage Volcano. <laughs>
2: let's do it dude i'll be glad to start with my first one man
1: because it could change the world we could just
2: scoop up trash and put it right in there it's gonna melt right away
1: just yeah instantly and so you know the other interesting statistic about uh volcanoes is that the volcanoes put out more emissions in a year than mankind has since we started industrializing
2: See, if we could just put trash in it, then we're just do, doing even better.
1: I Double down.
2: Double <laughs> yeah. down a bit. Hell yeah. Dude. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. I mean, there ain't no fish that's, in a volcano.
1: Dude, that's called sustainability right there. See? That's it, man. Yeah.
2: Yeah, because I in, thought dude. about I'm shooting. In. I, was talking, I was thinking about shooting rockets up into space and just let them go full of trash. But I was like, man, I think every time they shoot a space shuttle or a rocket, it pokes a hole in the ozone and. It takes like 50 years or something for it to close back up. I don't know, dude, but that's my science, dude. I mean, I've been doing a lot of research on this stuff lately.
0: I think there's enough shit orbiting the Earth that we don't need to put rockets full of trash up there.
1: No, no. No, we we don't want to put it in Earth's orbit. We want to send it out of Earth's orbit and just keep it going because it's never going to get anywhere.
2: Yeah, that's what I'm saying, dude. Just send it out there.
0: It'll freeze. Load up. Elon Musk, listen up. Load up some rockets, send them out. Full of trash.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nah, I like See, the volcanoes dude? better. Yeah. Rockets are too, expensive. Man.
0: Rockets are well, expensive. Dude, so.
1: I'm just telling you, man.
2: We could, we could, we could, we could change the environment. Then we, you know. So anyway, that's something to think about. We'll
3: bring a whole new topic on that later on. So you well, should probably. You should probably reach out to Neil deGrasse Tyson and go over this with him because I can't believe yes. he thought of it first. So.
2: So first of all, I don't yeah. know who that is. But if you have his phone number, let me know. I'll call him.
1: <laughs> Just Google him. You can yeah. find him.
2: Neil Armstrong, is that what you said?
1: Yes. Yes. Okay. Neil Iron Mike Tyson. You got to go find him.
0: Iron Mike Tyson Armstrong.
1: grassy. <laughs> mm-hmm. yes. Oh, okay, good. Anyway, sorry. We derailed on that one.
2: We were talking about trash cleanup. So there you go. Point no, I, I
1: mean, I think that was a good segue from Pebble Mine to Volcano and, you know, yeah. Oh, wait, except we didn't talk about Pebble Mine. I
2: was going to say, Pebble man, Mine. I must have got abducted by an Alien because I don't remember that part.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but that's all right.
2: What's really messed up is I just got an ad from Facebook just now about reminding me that Trash Man
3: comes tomorrow. Wait a second. They listen. Wait to a it. second. Here's what we can do. All right, hold on. Let's add on to this. So – we can take all the melted trash, turn that into fuel, and then we don't have to fuck up Pebble Mine.
2: Dude. I, I like mean, we're, we're saving the planet with this podcast. Uh, yeah. I mean, this is just basically real shit that's getting done. We are solving the world's problems with this pod.
0: I like every bit Hopefully of this.
2: change the planet. One piece mm-hmm. of trash at a time.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: So anyway, there.
0: Side note. So. Side note, we're having so many. Go jump many, in a volcano. Yes. bait Fisher's <laughs> yeah. in a volcano.
3: Um, Problem solved.
0: Side note: We're having so many audio issues right now that it's not even funny. Dude. What, it we're, is what we're persevering. Pretty crazy. So.
1: I can hear. Uh, I can hear Rob and and BJ just fine. Steve, you've been kind of cutting in and out a little bit.
0: Yeah, by threatening everybody at the house. To get off the goddamn internet So we'll see how this goes Oh
1: There you go <laughs> Yeah your picture Has gotten a little Less grainy Son of a yeah. bitch
0: It's probably my wife
1: Well she's and streaming it. up there
0: I Couldn't tell you Freaking 4K movies On both TVs I don't know
1: <laughs> You got Netflix And Amazon Prime going I I seriously
0: Would not doubt it at all
1: oh man that's funny downloading
0: the dead sea scrolls in freaking 8k (laughs) or something stupid
1: dude what you need to do is go go on your router and set up like the you you can set it up so it's got like the the guest internet kind of thing going you can have the the five five gigahertz and the 2.5 gigahertz or whatever yeah and you can manipulate it so that one of them gets like all the bandwidth, and just dedicate that to the podcast.
0: Well, I went through and I, I I'm gonna have to go through the XFi app again, but I they they ask there's an option in there to simplify your internet, which combines <laughs> both of your channels and then it just picks whatever's best. So I don't think I like that because I think I want the kids on the 2.4 and I think Daddy wants the five. Yes. So I'm gonna have to go uh fix that. I could get on the Xfinity app and just lock everybody's ass out, but that's yeah. not very nice. I wish we had Xfinity.
3: Yeah, I, guess, I wish I could get something out here too. I just got those uh the pods. Ooh, Excuse yeah. Me. I just got yeah. those last we, we can
2: tell. We can tell.
3: Yeah. What's we that? Tell. The Google Wi Fi thing? The, well Xfinity has I kind bought of the same those thing. like
1: uh Oh, I bought the Google ones, like, uh, I don't know, six months ago,
3: and I haven't put them in yet. (laughs) Yeah, the Xfinity ones, uh, it's like part of your plan, and uh, I got three of them in different rooms upstairs, and it just extends. Make sure you have a full, whatever, service in any room in the house. It's
0: like a mesh network.
3: Yep. All right. Well, we
1: need to stop talking about them because they're not sponsoring us. So that's true. They're yes. getting some free true. ad space right now, and that ain't right. And, right and now, I don't. All right. I don't, I don't so think we've covered garbage and volcanoes, um, Xfinity <laughs> Wi-Fi, and yep.
0: bait fishers.
1: And and yeah.
0: How and they're dirty I, ass pigs. Yeah. We did uh, some winter fish uh, fish handling fish.
1: Nice stuff. So there was some fishing stuff in there. There All was. Right, cool. <laughs> yeah, we got some of it, so we're we're good, I guess. Mhm. Hey, I got a topic that uh that I was thinking about earlier today. Um because in Colorado, well parts of Colorado and I'm not I haven't really looked it up, but the waterfowl season is upon us, right? Mhm. So uh you know, sometimes I was just kind of curious like when you guys go fishing when uh, on some of the same rivers and waterways where dudes are out there hunting, have you ever, like, had any issues? Or do, do you take your shotgun when you go fly fishing this time of year? Or What do you guys – do you change your plans at all? Are you, are you talking to me? Anybody. Oh. So You're talking to me. Yeah, I mean – Rob, go.
2: Yeah, dude. So Rob, you go. If, we're, if we're duck hunting, we're set up way before it gets light and uh we duck hunt, and if a guy comes up, we just, they see us, and we shoot anyway, and so, yeah, I mean, I'm not kidding you, from where my house is, it's right by the river, every morning, I love sitting in my middle of my kitchen, drinking coffee, and just hanging out before the day starts, and I hear, as soon as light comes up, boom, boom, dudes out there just shooting ducks in the face man and i love it and i like doing it too but so say that when i was living in colorado we would go duck hunting you went with us a few times scott and um uh dude if we saw somebody we didn't hunt around them but you know if there was nobody there we'd slide on down there jump shoot them and and uh you know get some ducks that way but i kind of the the thing I got going on now is man, I, I'm hunting out of a blind with decoys set up and the whole nine yards. So uh but you know, I think all the ducks are down there where you guys are because they skipped over us. It's like sixty degrees here every day. So mm. I'm loving that, but it's not good for duck or goose hunting, so
3: yeah. I'd say uh out here so some of the streams I fish uh are on state owned game lands. Typically during hunting season, you can't hunt on Sundays out here. So um, if it's Saturday, I'll typically avoid those those game land streams that are pretty remote. And I'll if I'm fishing on a Saturday, it'd be something grig style right along the road where you can hunt. Um, yep. Mm-hmm. And then on Sundays, you know all, all bets are off. On Sundays, you can go wherever the hell you want. Um, I will carry an an orange knit cap in my. Jacket pocket this time of year, just in case I do want to go somewhere. But typically, I avoid those altogether. Ooh. And I always carry my pistol with me, so. So you can shoot back. Yes. <laughs> some, of the place, some of the places I go, they they call it Fayette Nam. It's Fayette County, Pennsylvania, and. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's still people living in cardboard boxes in certain places, and it's ooh. Yeah.
0: That sounds like uh, downtown Denver. Sounds like 20 oh, seconds. I, I love
1: when I pull up to to park to go fishing and there's like car window glass on the ground. I'm like, oh, oh this ought to be that, good. Man. So I just take I everything that. out of my truck and leave the doors unlocked.
3: Yeah, <laughs> Take whatever you want. I'm you just like, it.
1: well, they're going to get in anyway. They might as well get in and find there's nothing in it without breaking the fucking window.
0: Yeah, yeah. no need to break it. <laughs>
1: I
2: hate that, man. I hate that. And you know what? That's usually the first sign of some dude, and I was, I was guilty of it, with 900 damn fly fishing stickers all over their car, rod rack on the top, got the little magnets on the side for holding your rod while you're rigging it up, got a fish air freshener hanging in front of the mirror, and all that. It's just screaming, hey, guess what? I got a lot of fly fishing stuff in here. Come bring it in to me. So it's Is there any make- other choice? Yeah, it's not to put any of that bullshit on your car except for, like, the rod rack, but that's 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 not even reasonable.
3: Yeah, Yeah. I know. I know. know. In
2: Denver, you're not a true fly fisherman unless you have all that shit on your car, and you're not a true fly girl if you don't drive a uh, Toyota 4Runner. A red Toyota. Oh, I don't know about that, but that's all I seen. When I was down there, I was like, holy shit, there was so many 4Runners. It's
1: got to be a red 4Runner.
0: And it's not so a forerunner. Like it's got to be. Um... No, that's it. It's got to be a forerunner. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I was For- going to say Subaru, but it's got to be a forerunner.
2: Yeah. I've yeah. seen a couple Subarus with rod racks on it. It makes me laugh, man. I would, that's I just
0: that's, believe uh, that's one. fucking Juan, dude. Juan rocks the double rod rack on his Subaru. <laughs>
1: Is it, it an Outback or a Forester?
0: Uh, I don't know. I'll have to text him.
2: That's funny. I'll hit yeah. him up
0: on uh, I'll hit him up on Instagram. and be like, "Hey yo, you running the Outback? You run the Forester? What do you got?"
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got to find out about his stickers too. Yeah, yeah, dude. What stickers yeah. are you rolling? I gotta. I it. keep wanting to trade in my my rigs, so I've been holding off on uh, on stickering I peeled all the bad ones off. I still got the <laughs> Trout Sniper sticker on there.
2: <laughs> oh, Sniper sticker! Sure. You got one of the OG ones, dude. The I do. Ones.
0: Yeah,
2: uh-huh. OGs.
0: Oh, I think yes. I got one of those on my Pike Fly box. Oh,
2: do you? Yeah, dude. Those are those. Those were the uh, OG original ones. I don't, don't shoot don't ducks anymore.
0: I don't shoot ducks in the winter, but when I do, it's with a two twenty three. So it's a little hard to find them in range, <laughs> especially at Decker's.
1: That peppers <laughs> them up nice.
0: Yeah, you know, and I'm I'm I'm, I'm good from across the lake usually.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Headshot. Awesome.
0: Headshot, little little slap Steve, on the water.
1: Steve makes Ooh. that dog fucking earn his kibble. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, you got to uh, go run, run 400 yards to go get that Right, range <laughs> me. And then come back. <laughs> uh, dude, speaking of that, I got a quick
2: duck hunting story. Uh, last Friday, we were hunting in the afternoon, and uh, I got my son, who's – this is his first full season of duck hunting. He's got a 20-gauge uh, pump. And I put one shell in and then rack it halfway up. So he only has one shell. And before he shoots, he has to pull up out of the blind, rack the shell forward, hit the safety, and then shoot. So he was Jesus. to my right. Well, it's safe for the first year, man. I keep, I just keep one in there. And uh, I had my buddy on my left-hand side, Tom, and some ducks came in, and I was making sure Griffin was you know getting out of the blind and getting his shell racked in and everything and he accidentally when he was lifting the gun up out of the blind he pulled the slide back and the shell came out and was halfway sticking out um well of course there's ducks flying and um tom started just knocking him down and dude my he shot directly over top of my head like his The muzzle of his gun swung over the top of my head because the ducks were flying from left to right, and he is just pow, pow. I got (laughs) to tell you, I thought I was dead, dude. My ear on my left side hurt for two days. I mean, I had it ringing. I had to put earplugs in my ear to sleep just on my left side just because it was just roasted, man. And so anyway, that was it. When your
1: ears are ringing, earplugs –
2: don't help. Dude. Oh, well, dude, it did. The sound coming from outside. Well, I know, dude. It was the only thing that kept it from, like, hurting. It, I mean, I was, like, almost going to throw up, man. And, uh, did you cry? I had, no, I almost did, but my son was there, so I didn't cry. Oh. Uh, yeah.
0: You should yeah. You should have burnt yeah. one of those little candles in your ear. It would have made it feel better.
2: <laughs> well, yeah. I have those. Uh, the hunter's ear that you put in your ear that takes the battery and everything, but... Yep. Of course, the batteries were dead from last year. So I was like, ah, oh, dude, I uh, lost there, blah, 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 without them. You know, and so I got to get batteries. I'm still waiting on my sport ears. got oh, you? Yeah? yeah, they, they work mm-hmm. good, man. But they just take, like, little hearing aid batteries. Yeah, and so.
0: Mm-hmm. Very nice.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so anyway, that's just how I tell you that. So don't shoot over your buddy's head if you're duck hunting.
0: There you go. Yeah. Especially if you're duck hunting with a two twenty three
1: especially yeah well this is a 12 gauge and it was pretty freaking <laughs> loud
0: very unappreciated
1: hopefully you had a real good choke in that thing so <laughs> you didn't get too much of a spread coming out of the barrel
2: man dude i thought my head was gonna explode yeah but you know it is what it is mm-hmm.
1: you gotta stop hunting with dick cheney
3: <laughs> yeah no shit. <laughs> well, he on. even
2: said after he shot i'm sitting there like holding my ear and he's like dude my bad bro i swung that right over top of your head i was like what huh what i can't hear nothing are you talking what i'm deaf yeah so we started doing sign language that your Pole told me yeah there you go Um, it works so anyway but and then i have some other news i need to tell you guys okay Uh,
0: uh, well let's uh let's put a pin in that one and we'll save it for the next one
2: okay that's fine totally fine by me
0: so because um, by then it will be really I don't juicy. Know how long have we been recording? I shouldn't say that.
3: Uh, we had an hour ish? Not quite an hour. Yeah, I'd say that. <laughs> ish. All right.
0: All right. yeah. Because by so. the next time
2: we record, it'll be juicy. It'll be, be dripping wet. Ooh.
0: Okay. Yeah. All right. So you guys you guys have a good night, okay? All
2: right, dude. Thanks, guys.
0: Peace.
1: See later. The later. Uh, the tail end of this podcast is brought to you by True Fly Supply. True Fly Supply is a monthly subscription service that caters to the serious fly anglers. The angler in the water to fish. That's why they put the power of choice directly in your hands. With the industry's only build-your-own-supply drop, you can choose from an assortment of fly fishing essentials to build the ultimate box delivered directly to your door. On top of that, the Supply Drop comes with a detailed information card to help anglers fish the flies in ways that will increase your success and enjoyment on the water. If you're looking for a hassle-free way of getting the goods each month, the Classic Trout Supply Drop comes with 24 premium quality flies, leader, a monthly mystery item, decals, and more signing up is easy, just head on over to TrueFlySupply.com and click on subscriptions. And uh, make sure you use the code STRIPSET at checkout for $5 off your first box. And uh, they also have just announced that uh, they're going to be doing saltwater boxes. So you'll be able to get your uh, classic salt supply drop. Check them out at TrueFlySupply.com
3: Closing time, open all the doors and let you out into the world.
2: Closing time, turn all
3: of the lights on. Thank you.
0: All right, Rob, go for it. All
2: right, so uh, uh, here's the dealio I booked a trip, got the guides lined up, and uh, i going rooster fishing the week of Thanksgiving.
0: Ooh,
2: Not nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so if I get a rooster fish, it'd be the
1: uh, second bucket list fish I knocked off uh, this year.
0: Are you going, Dude, with, you are are you going with Theo? Take,
1: you should take Cooper with you. He killed three roosters in like two hours. No, <laughs> he's a fucking animal. I was like, "Oh, dude.
2: <laughs> yeah." <laughs> so, yeah. So, anyway, just that was the special stuff. Oh,
1: okay. soft. Adaptation.
0: How is that saga going, there, Scotty?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. We still got. Uh, we still got two chickens that are still looking for the other eighteen. Oh
3: jeez.
1: But uh, uh, oh, I'm putting in an invisible fence, and uh, I don't know. Just trying to light him up every time he fucks up. Dude, if he uh, if he doesn't learn, put two of those collars on him. He'll drop to
2: his knees with that invisible fence, dude. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. You put three, shock he might dead. he might bust a nut. <laughs>
2: yeah, he might die. Just, so, I'll wait till uh, after November. Yeah. yeah, If you do that, then bring Steve over there, and then he'll show you how to do it because he likes can, to watch dogs get kicked in yeah. their ribs and stuff. So. Yeah, if you if
0: you shock him too much, I will go over and kick him out of his. <laughs> shock
1: yeah dude i don't know man i'm kind of torn cuz i feel like he'd uh i feel like he'd be living a better life if he was you know actually a bird dog and somebody trained him and took him hunting and did that kind of shit but at the same time you know he's our dog and i need to invest the time to get him what he needs for training and shit so i don't know i'm kind of torn with the new job yeah. and everything i just Have not had the fucking time I thought I was gonna have.
2: Oh, were you trying to train him for duck hunting or
1: upland game? Not really, just whatever. I mean, I I don't even care. Just obedience and and if if he just so he can like go outside with us, whether it's fishing or hunting or doing whatever. I don't even care if he's if he's actually like a bird dog. Yeah, I just want him to be just so he can go and not be a a psychopath. And not be a fucking psychopath.
2: Dude, you need to go to Cabela's then and just buy the basic uh, intro shot collar. It's called Dogtra, D-O-G-T-R-A. I have I have one. Dude, if you work with him on that, dude, he will figure it out pretty quickly, man. Yeah, but the, the whole key is you can't go, hey, sit your ass down right here, dog. They don't understand that.
3: You no, I use know
2: simple word like sit or go or you know that kind of stuff i've trained so, a lot
1: of dogs i know how to communicate yeah. with them but you know mm-hmm. right now he's just to the point where uh he's just he's getting better but he's just unpredictable and he's always finding a way to escape the yard when we're not home mm. so hopefully the invisible fence will uh help do it fix that mm-hmm.
0: that will do it let mm-hmm. me tell you a let me tell you a story about a shock collar and an, un- and an unruly dog. <laughs> yes. So, my buddy in Raton, this is a few years back. He he got a he got this dog that was a um, basically a coyote dog. So you know he would he would decoy the coyotes back in. I don't know if you guys have ever seen that. Oh yeah. But you you go call and then you you know you, you send your dog up and your dog gets the attention of the coyote. And then the coyote wants to challenge the dog, so the coyote comes in, you know, closer for a shot, and then you shoot the coyote. That's the way it's supposed to work. <laughs> so we pull up to this one spot, and uh, my buddy lets out the dog, you know, and we put, it, we put a shot collar on, and we do all the shit we're supposed to do. And we're walking, we're literally walking to where we're going to call, and this dog catches scent of a coyote. Fucking takes off like a bat out of hell. I mean, like a rocket was in his ass. He's gone. My buddy's hitting the shock collar. Hitting it. And you can hear the dog. Hitting it. Hitting it. Hitting it. That fucking dog is gone, dude. Out of sight in three minutes. So we're like, what the fuck? We walk down, because we're by the railroad. So we walk down this track like a mile and a half. Cannot see this dog. Can't hear this dog. Nothing. Go back to the truck. He's like, well, I I guess I lost him. We go, <laughs> right? We're like eight miles from the closest town. So we go into this this other place, this the town that's close. Go over there, and we start looking around for some coyotes, and we kind of go by the train tracks. Guess who we see eight miles away? That fucking dog. <laughs> just happy as can be, out of breath, just... <laughs>
2: Eight miles away Eight
0: miles, dude. He chased a coyote eight miles. (laughs) Surprised his freaking heart didn't blow up. So then my buddy hits him when he gets in the truck. (laughs) Bert. Dumb bastard. Ah, That's funny.
2: And then this this is the
0: same dog that uh, was in his backyard and his wife his wife tied him up. Well, this dog was notorious for escaping the yard. So she tied him up. He jumped the fence, hung himself. Oh, yeah. dude. Great fucking dog. Talk about oh. giving
1: him just enough rope.
0: Yeah, just enough. Oh, my God, dude.
1: That sucks. He's man. a good dog,
0: too. He's got a new one now. Good coyote dog. Really good coyote <laughs> dog, actually.
2: Not all dogs are smart, man. I'm not going to no. lie to you. They're not but, all smart. Dude, I mean, he caught wind
0: of that. He, needs he to, caught wind he needs to that film fucking, that. Whoa. What's he, that? He caught wind of that coyote, and he was gone. I mean, gone. There was I no checkup, no to, nothing.
1: He needs to, he needs to film that, uh, that dog killing a fawn and then post it on social media.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah no shit. <laughs> That's huh? a good idea. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh
2: well. Everybody will love it. Yeah. It'll make him internet famous.
0: Mm-hmm. Bam. Alright. Mm-hmm. Well there you go. Good night, gents.
3: Not All bad. Right. Well, night,
0: we had some uh technical difficulties there for a little bit, but I'll fix it.
2: Okay. Alright, All right, dudes. Hey, so, did you guys see this?
0: Dude, I love yeah. those memes. <laughs> those fucking crazy. What does that say?
2: Up, dude. It says the
1: girls are saying <laughs> the indicator, indicator and bobber. And the cat says bobber.
3: <laughs>
1: I know I t- I actually screenshotted that and I was going to post it in friends of the fly and then I saw you posted it. Oh dude, you,
0: you need to put that shit on rolling. Instagram, dude. Yeah, dude, I, I
1: can put it up there. I'll
2: put
3: it up there. That's Speaking of, hilarious. we
0: should probably put some more porn memes up, BJ. Yeah,
3: I was just thinking oh, Ain't made any in a week. Those are good. That's always Uh-oh. that's always a good plan. <laughs>
1: All right. Well, you boys have a good night then.
0: Yes, you too. All
1: right, fellers. All, right. All right, gentlemen. Well, Scotty,
0: I- let's uh, this <laughs> chat tomorrow, and we'll talk about Friday.
3: All right, brother. All right, boys. All right, dude. I- Peace. Later. Later.